Blog Talk Radio. You ready? It's time to start. This should be played at high volume. This is the Andrea Shea Game Show. And I'm just a gal like any other gal. That's cool. You know what this is. What is this? The Andrea Shea King Show. It's me, don't you remember? We were just talking about you. Totally amazing. Thank you. The Andrea Shea King Show. I think you've got something there. Andrea Shea King. You're really going to like it. Quite understandable. Is on the air. Something's definitely going on here. Take my word for it. Now. Come on. It's showtime. Make it so. Ready, go. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the program on this Thursday, February 8th, and uh, wishing you all a very nice evening. Thank you for being with me tonight. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Q. I know we've been talking about Q a lot lately, but tonight we're going to do a little bit more comprehensive overview of what Q is telling us. Who is Q? And what is Q telling us? Well, since the very first message posted on October 28, 2017, at 4.44 p.m. Eastern on the dark web's 4chan board, Q has been dropping crumbs for citizen sleuths known as Anons to decipher, uh, leading them along a path to the Great Awakening, essentially to prepare us for the god-awful truth about the treasonous activities that have been undertaken by those who have been destroying our nation, our constitution, our national security, our way of life, and our trust for more than the past 30 years. Tonight, we're going to take a closer look behind the curtain to share what we've learned from nearly 700 of Q's posts. Amazing, isn't it? 700 since October 28th. Before we get started with that, let me say hi to the folks in the chat room. We've got, uh, let's see, uh, Andrea Fan. <laughs> I like that name. Bob Evers is with us. John Pizzuto, MDEL747. We've got a couple of guests in there. I don't see Robert. Oh, I hope Robert's not having a hard time getting in. MDEL says, well, slap my mule. I got in with only one refresh. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, anyway, we've got we've got a few guests in the chat room, so I'm thinking that maybe those guests are the ones who can't can't get in. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to spend the weekend this um actually starting tomorrow um fooling around with YouTube to see what I can learn, how I can get myself online, and I've already I've already kind of got he's over at YouTube looking for you. He says, um I've already got uh, myself um, used to the idea that I'm going to have to put on makeup every evening. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And hello to the folks who are listening in on the telephone line, too. We've got area area code 401, 260, and 518 thus far. Last night, it was lit up. It was just, we had, I I probably had about eight or nine people listening in on the telephone line. I don't know if that's good or bad because it, it, it's good in that there are a bunch of you there, but then it's kind of like, Oh, is that because you can't get into the chat room? <laughs> Probably. I got a really nice letter from a, a listener um, today uh, who listened to last night's show and she was so complimentary about it. And she said, she's even got her husband listening to the program now. So I want to give a shout out to Bernice. Thank you so much, Bernice, for your kind, kind words, much appreciated. Okay. All right. If you want to join the folks who are listening in on the telephone line, you can do so. You just dial in 646-478-4604. It's the guest call-in number. You're welcome to use it. Okay? All right. All right. Well, let's get let's get underway. Um 
Let me see. Uh, <laughs> Mdell says Robert's more likely shopping for a new F5. Oh, poor Robert. <laughs> the hard part is when the show starts, then refresh. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, hopefully we're gonna we're gonna end this. And and one of the things that Bernice said in her um, lovely email today was how difficult it is to um, go back and listen to something in particular. Like if I give out a um, a URL address. Um, you know, she, she says you have to listen to the whole show just to just to get to that part again. Whereas on YouTube, you can you can if you're listening to the um, the download, uh, the podcast part, or you know the the recorded part, you can just you know put your little slider wherever you want it and pick it back up there. And I know what she means. So it, it'll be more convenient for all of us, I think. Okay, let's go ahead and get started, shall we? Because we've got a lot to cover, lots and lots and lots. This morning, I was uh, I got up early. A friend of mine uh, texted me and woke me up at 7.20 or 7.30 this morning, which is like way before I'm up in the morning because I'm such a night owl. And uh, she woke me up with some news, and uh, I tried to go back to sleep. But, uh, I couldn't. So I got up, made the coffee, sat down in front of the computer, and immediately found tonight's show. I mean, it was just like, bam, just like that. So... Where did I find it? I found it on Twitter. I found these threads that were unrolled from somebody who goes by the name of Praying Medic, who has taken the time to analyze what Q has been saying. Now, I know that Jerry Corsi has been analyzing it and all the, all the Anons over at the um, CBTS underscore stream YouTube site CBTS, of course, stands for Calm Before the Storm, um, and they're doing a pretty good job of it. But I thought, let's bring in some other perspectives as well from somebody else who is, I mean, just really into it. So let's start with this. Um, about 25 days ago, Praying Medic uh, wrote, a, wrote a thread about what he thinks Q is saying, and I'm going to share this with you starting now. He says, whether you follow QAnon or not, you might find this thread helpful in analyzing recent news events, both fake and real. There's a debate over the validity of Q's posts, the identity of Q, etc. My research leads me to believe that Q is a valuable source of confirmation. Q does not provide news. Q points to the future news and confirms news stories that have already been reported. Q helps us connect the dots and helps us know we're on the right track. Q dropped a lot of information on 8chan this past weekend. And again, this was 25 days ago. This was back in January. Now, let me just clarify something. When Q first started um, dropping these um, these crumbs, so to speak. Uh, he was doing it on 4chan and then moved over to 8chan. And now he's got his own site. Uh, and, and, and again, the, the, and let me give it to you now because I want you folks to follow along on the Q page as we go through this. And we're starting um, early this year. Let me go ahead and drop this into the chat. Okay. All right, there you go. And for those of you who are listening on the phone, again, it's qcodefag.github.io. And let me spell that out for you. It's Q-C-O-D-E-F-A-G, qcodefag.github.io. 
G-I-T-H-U-B, github.io. Okay, got it? Okay, bring that up on your screen and we'll follow along. We'll kind of we'll kind of follow this uh, follow this together. Okay, all right. So, um, let me see here. Where was I? Okay, and you know what's going to be nice about YouTube too? Uh, when I figure it all out, you're going to be able to see on your screen what I'm seeing on my screen. Won't that be cool? Yeah, it's really it's going to be it's going to be like real modern. <laughs> okay, so. Like I said, Q helps us connect the dots and helps us to know that we're on the right track. Now, Q dropped a lot of information on 8chan back end in January. Much of it has to do with things that you've heard in the news recently. I'm going to provide selected Q posts from this past weekend and share my observations on their relevance. Okay, FYI, the Q posts and commentary can be found on the Reddit page it's CBTS underscore stream. Same as the YouTube channel, only it's Reddit. You go to reddit.com slash CBTS underscore stream. Okay? Got it. All right. Actually, it's reddit.com slash R, the letter R, slash CBTS underscore stream. Let's begin with this. As Sundance from the conservative treehouse warned, this is going to be a big news week. Q often says that future proves past. And in other words, look at what Q posted previously and see if it lines up with current news and future news, okay? What news was unlocked this weekend? Do you believe in coincidences? Q does not. On a post that Q uh, uh, wrote on January 13th, Go, if you're following on the, um, <clears throat> on the Q page, go to the post January 13th, at which one of them anyway. This was at uh, 2109 military time. Big, and big is in all caps, big news week, question mark. Future proves past. What news was unlocked? Do you believe in coincidences? You won. You won. Uranium won. What public disclosure occurred regarding U1? DEFCON 1, open bracket, non-nuke, false, close bracket. Command, question mark. Why, question mark. Necessary, question mark. No such agency, NSA, no such agency, the NSA. Where did POTUS stop post-Asia? It was necessary for God and country. It was necessary. No other vehicle to regain entry. Colon, open bracket, again, close bracket, direct pre-knowledge. Again, warning alert. Think B as in boy, D as in David, T as in toy. Think B, D, T. Now, Q answers his own question. The first new indictments in the Uranium One case were opened. There was an article that appeared in the New York Post on January 13th, executive charged with bribing Russian official in Uranium Deal. Okay. Um, DEFCON 1, which was written in green text, I forgot to mention that. Uh, DEFCON 1, open bracket, non-nuke, false, close bracket, 
refers to a previous cue post. The text that's following is command, open caret, at Pacific Command. Why? It was necessary. No such agency, NSA. Where did POTUS stop while returning from Asia? Pearl Harbor Naval Base. The stop was necessary for national security. No other vehicle to regain re-entry. Again, pre, direct pre-knowledge. Again, warning alert. Think BDT. Well, Trump stopped at Pearl Harbor to coordinate with NSA and Pacific Command to test the Hawaii missile alert system, possibly to verify that no missile from North Korea would be able to re-enter after launch. Q ties it to a previous post, open caret, DEFCON 1, non-nuke false, future proves past. BDT, Bangladeshi terrorist, BDT. Q posted about the Bangladeshi terrorist event before it happened. Future proves past. The point? The missile alert was known in advance, just as the terrorist event was known in advance. And here, there's an article, a link to foxnews.com. Headline, Port Authority Bomber reportedly wasn't on Bangladeshi terror list. Authorities in Bangladesh have said the man suspected of attempting to detonate a pipe bomb at New York City's Port Authority bus terminal Monday was not on the country's terror watch list. Now, the next post is about Julian Assange. As before, green text is Q quoting himself from previous posts. Well, in green, it says, shall we play a game? How about a nice game of chess? And then in black, the floor is yours. Command? Why? Necessary? Who is talking? Think big. Think bigger. Think biggest. And then in green, Haiti focus. Back in black again. Why is this relevant? What comes next? CF underscore boom underscore shock underscore bye and then in green admr admiral r admiral rogers right and then underneath that in black open open bracket class clas dash two three nine b underscore tc close bracket okay so let's look at this shall we play a game how about a nice game of chess the floor is yours. Well, we've interpreted this as Q confirming it's time for Assange to take center stage and drop what intel he has. The chessboard tweeted by Assange a few days ago puts black, deep state, in checkmate. And there's a board. You've probably seen it. You'll, you, you know what I'm talking about. Again, we see command. Why? Necessary. Who is talking? Think big, bigger, biggest. Well, who is talking could refer to who is turning state's evidence. Who is bargaining for a plea deal? Answer, all the big names. Who is talking? All the big names. Again, the green text is Q quoting a prior post. Haiti focus. 
Why is this relevant? What comes, and the CO is capitalized, what comes next? CF boom shock by Admiral R, ADMR. Why did the Clintons tweet about Haiti this week? Why is the mainstream media focusing on Haiti? Because Assange is about to drop a Moab boom on the Clinton Foundation, CF, that will expose their crooked dealing in Haiti. MSM, mainstream media, is trying to get out in front of the bad news that's coming. And then we've got a tweet. And this is a tweet from Bill Clinton. And it was uh, tweeted on the 13th of January at 1.11 p.m. And it's a photograph of Chelsea and her husband on their wedding day. They've just gotten married, big smiles on their faces and, you know, all that. And Bill Clinton tweets, no Clinton Foundation funds dedicated to Haiti or otherwise were used to pay for Chelsea's wedding. It's not only untrue, it's a personal insult to me, to Hillary, and to Chelsea and Mark. Okay. Then Hillary tweets uh, the day before on January 12th. The anniversary of the devastating earthquake eight years ago is a day to remember the tragedy, honor the resilient people of Haiti, and affirm America's commitment to helping our neighbors. Instead, we're subjected to Trump's ignorant, racist views of anyone who doesn't look like him. And then Chelsea tweets the day before that, January 11th. Mr. President, immigrants from El Salvador, Haiti, and the 54 countries in Africa likely helped build your buildings. They've certainly helped build our country. CC at POTUS. ADMR, Admiral R, Admiral Rogers, NSA chief, is playing a key role in the way the intelligence community leakers and black hats are being neutralized. Rogers is one reason why we can trust that Trump is in the driver's seat. The next string quotes a POTUS tweet about shutting down the government over DACA. Q says, focus on what it means. Are Dems really using DACA as a way to defund the military? Note the last entry, class, C-L-A-S, underscore, E-O, open bracket, the number two, close bracket. Okay, so this is what it's got. It's got the green, Admiral R, A-D-M-R, and the class, 239B, underscore, T-C. And then in green, again, quote, and again, uh, Q is quoting himself here. Because of the Democrats not being interested in life and safety, DACA has now taken a big step backwards. The Dems will threaten shutdown, but what they are really doing is shutting down our military at a time we need it most. Get smart. Make America great again. And then in black text, we are fighting for our country. Focus on POTUS's tweet above. If D's shut down the government, what happens to the U.S. military? What specifically occurs? Think budget. Why is this relevant? Open, care, uh, open bracket class, underscore, EO, underscore, space, close bracket, open bracket two, close bracket. And, the, and I'm telling you these because this, had, this is code for something, okay? All right, so Trump's previous executive orders, his EOs, 
declared a state of emergency relating to corruption and human rights violations. He signed it in December, if you recall, just before Christmas. Q is suggesting that POTUS has already anticipated the removal of funding for the military and the state of emergency EOs prioritize its continued funding. So that's why he signed, that. that's one of the reasons why Q is saying he signed that executive order, because that executive order immediately put our nation in a state of emergency which means that that EO will prioritize the continued funding of our military, even if Congress can't get its act together then, just as it looks like it's not getting its act together tonight. Okay, next post. Again, the green text refers to a previous post, okay? Um, And in in this next post from Q, the three uh, lines that are in green are missing one, missing two, Missing three. Now, missing one, two, and three are believed to refer to President Obama, John McCain, and the Clintons. In a later post, this is made more clear. Q suggests their whereabouts are unknown. Find missing three. Where are the Clintons? And this is what the post says exactly. In green, missing one, missing two, missing three. In black, find missing Bracket three. Future proves past. Nothing is a coincidence. The map is the key. Planned for bracket three, close bracket, years. Corruption and evil deep within, everywhere. Patience. There is no escape. There are no deals. Treason at highest levels. Foreign agents within our government, highest levels. The puppet masters have been removed, all vehicles of delivery removed, strings cut, seventh floor is no more, FBI slash SD. We see all, we hear all. In summary, Trump and his administration have prepared the way for a methodical takedown of the corruptocrats. Their finances have been removed, their way of escape has been blocked. Even the deep state's seventh floor has been neutralized. NSA, Rogers, and Trump have cornered the rats. Now, this is a continuation of, the, of the, this post we're just talking about, and it finishes with a few statements suggesting the ultimate end for the rats. Iron Eagle, which we're going to get to here, may be a reference to the 80s flick about a fighter jet pilot's valiant effort to save his father, who was a prisoner. It came out in 1986. It was directed by Sidney Fury. It starred Louis Gossett Jr., Jason Gedrick, David Suchet, uh, Larry Scott. Uh, Some of you may remember it. Iron Eagle. Okay. All right. So the next post, we see all, we hear all, the hunt continues. Prison, death, open bracket, class, underscore, Gitmo, underscore, J, Z9 dash A, close bracket, open bracket, 89, close bracket, red, underscore, red, underscore, Iron Eagle. Oh, okay, now, this next one. This post is self-explanatory for the most part. Note, we are at war, 
open bracket, the at sign, close bracket? Well, the at sign is the beginning of your Twitter handle. If you're on Twitter, that's that at. You don't get anywhere without that little at sign, right? It seems to suggest a social media war. Here's the post. And this was posted on January 13th, Saturday, at 1918. We are fighting for life. We are fighting for good. We are at war, open bracket, at sign, close bracket, period. Not everything will be clean. Open bracket, scare, close bracket, necessary event. Scare, necessary event. Do you trust the U.S. military? Do you trust the chain of command? Have faith. We are in control. Patriots, Patriots Day, have faith. You were chosen for a reason. You are being provided the highest level of intel to ever be dropped publicly in the history of the world. Use it. Protect and comfort those around you. Where we go one, we go all. Okay, so scare, necessary event. Seems to suggest an event is coming that will frighten people, but A, it won't frighten those who know it's coming, and B, it's a necessary event. Trust Trump. Trust his generals. They have things under control. Now, the next post. This next post confirms that events that we've seen recently were planned. Power outages at airports, remember, over at the uh, Atlanta airport. Flights being returned. Flight out of L.A. heading to Japan, halfway over, turns around and comes back again. Another flight that was leaving, I think it was out of Atlanta to London, turns around, comes back again. All planned. Bad people are running scared. The public is being red-pilled. Red-pilled, I think it has to do with the movie The Matrix, where you could take the blue pill and stay ignorant, or you could take the red pill and be uh, have wisdom and understand what's going on. The red pill opens your eyes, okay? The public is being red-pilled. An ominous message for Jack Dorsey of Twitter. Skeletons in his closet? This is on Saturday, January 13th. 7 slash 10, 7, 10, targeted kills, power out, flight reroutes, reroutes, flight returns, running, public awakening, message spreading wide and far. Goodbye at Jack, Jack Dorsey, Twitter. Q is often too cryptic for me to understand, but I did want to point out the scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Okay. Now, this next post is very, it, it, it's, it, it is in code and it, I, I believe, and I know that there are others who think the same way, that when Q is posting, he's posting to us, but he's also posting to others unseen. We don't know who he's directing some of these messages to, okay? Because, give you an example. Again, this is Saturday, January 13th. 
I mean, it's D. It's it's the it's the minus sign or the dash D underscore C S T B A underscore yes open bracket auth A U T H authority A U T H underscore H seven um, upper carrot P Z B V T Z seven three zero two dash close bracket next line hashtag hashtag fly hashtag hashtag Next line, open bracket, owls, close bracket. Next line, hot dash one underscore underscore D. Hot, next line, hot dash two, same thing. Hot dash three plus, hot dash four underscore term underscore A-U-T, A-U-T-H-C, and it's got a, a, a string. It's, it's a string of numbers, okay? Each line subsequent to that is hot dash 5, hot dash 6, hot dash 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. And it, we don't know what it means. But the next line that follows this, this um, string of, of code says, as the world turns, happy hunting. P underscore P-E-R-S colon. W-R-W-Y, and then there's another string of code, and then it says Jeremiah 20, uh, 29, 11. The next one, same day, January the, uh, the 13th, checkmate. Now, that follows the previous one, checkmate. Q is telling us again that the bad guys are cornered, checkmate. Now, this next post involves loop capital. CEOs and board of director members, usually politicians, are often given paid positions as a way to transfer money to them in exchange for political favors, pay for play, or bribery, if you prefer. So this is the next post that uh, Q puts in, again, Saturday, the 13th of January. Loop Capital. CEOs slash BODs paying to play. Board of directors paying to play. And then in green letters... Slush fund. Hussein, open bracket one, close bracket, $29 million Singapore. Next line. We don't say his name, open bracket, number two, close bracket, $19 million Singapore. Then the next line in black text, in parentheses, why don't we say his name, question mark, close parentheses, well, that's John McCain. Next line in green, HRC slash BC, Hillary, Bill Clinton, open bracket three, close bracket, $15 million, Banco de Mexico. Next line, also in green, NP, open bracket four, close bracket, $8 million, Deutsche Bank USA. Next line in black, the rest of it is in black, Dot, 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 three, three sets of ellipses on two sets of ellipses and two sets of ellipses on and more ellipses on and on. Follow the money. Focus on loudest voices in wash. Net worth? Question mark. Reconcile? Question mark. Focused on the loudest voices in Washington. Well, Here we go. The green text is previously posted material, as we said before. Hussein, open bracket one, Obama. 
That's how we, that's how and that's how Q refers to Obama as Hussein, with one exception, and we'll get to that. Obama received twenty nine million dollars from Singapore. We don't say his name, number two, McCain, nineteen million dollars. Hillary and Bill Clinton, bracketed three, fifteen million from Banco de Mexico. Nancy Pelosi, NP, she's number four in brackets, $8 million from Deutsche Bank. On and on, more politicians accepting money for political favors. Who? The ones making the most noise in D.C. Proof? Check their net worth against their annual salary, speaking fees, etc. Clintons are bracketed number three, which confirms the previous post. Where is three? Mark Mizvinsky married Chelsea Clinton. His parents were quite the couple. Q suggests more digging is needed in this rabbit hole. And here he's, he's dropped in um, a link to a Politico.com story headlined, Clinton White House passed up pardon for Chelsea's father in and dot, 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 Ed Mizvinsky asked Bill Clinton to spare him a long prison term, according to newly revealed records. Okay, then we go to the next Q post. And this again, all on Saturday, January 13th, starts off with a link to wikipedia.org slash wiki slash Mark Mesvinsky. And in it, he writes, or he, he copies and pastes, Mesvinsky was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and grew up attending a conservative Jewish synagogue. His parents are both former Democratic members of the U.S. House of Representatives. His father is Edward Mizvinsky, born 1937, who embezzled more than $10 million from people via both a Ponzi scheme and the advance fee scams and was found guilty of fraud in 2001. His mother is Marjorie Margolis, born in 1942, who was a TV reporter and represented Pennsylvania's 13th district from 1993 to 1995. They declared bankruptcy shortly before Mesvinsky's conviction and divorced. Follow him and family down the hole to find more truth. Q. Well, next we get a hint that the news will grow bigger with each passing week. Your concerns were heard, right? And you'll you'll understand when I read you the, the post. Former 2080 ratio of public to private information is now closer to 4060. Don't be frightened by what you hear and see. You are safe. Trust Trump. Trust the generals. And here's the post again on Saturday, January 13th. Open bracket. Monday. Close bracket. Next week. Bigger public we listened 20-80 or slash 80 versus 40 slash 60 and then again you and your families are safe promise q now the mainstream media will go full throttle on conspiracy narrative be ready it's a deflection the democrats have lost more control than people realize mainstream media wants you to think they haven't a wink to george soros who is trapped with the other rats. Consider comparing Q posts with news reports. Here's the next drop. Again, Saturday, January 13th. 
Be ready. MSM coming big way. We see all. We hear all. Fight, fight, fight. Conspiracy push coming. MSM lost control. D lost slave grip. D lost center voters. Libs are a minority. MSM projects as big movement. Fake news. Four to six percent lost forever. Hello, George. Q's asking us to focus this week on the fake news awards. We need to be engaged. The bots will try to swarm POTUS. Be prepared with memes, threads, and anything you can come up with to help Trump expose the hashtag fake news industrial complex. It's our opportunity to help POTUS hashtag MAGA make America great. Okay, so the next post, the next drop, Saturday the 13th, MSM fake news awards. Are you prepared? Memes, posts, organized and coordinated? POTUS may retweet one or more. Ready for launch? Show the world. Show the world the truth. Open their eyes. Don't let POTUS suffer from the Soros loser bots that continually flood. Make the Fake News Awards your first organized tweet storm day, making America great again. And that's what we did. We developed our own hashtag and we just we flooded Twitter, flooded it, and just completely uh, neutralized what the left was trying to do, what the mainstream media and the left was trying to do. Okay, now the next one. This one was posted, uh, analyzed 20 days ago. The first one I just read you was 25 days ago. This one, and we're getting closer to real time now, okay? So this is 20 days ago. Um, and again, this is Praying Medic. And I think he's doing a pretty good job, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so he says this thread covers Q posts on 8chan and Great Awakening from Thursday and Friday, January 18th and 19th. Okay? Q begins with a self-explanatory post. Thursday was a big news day with the disclosure of a four-page memo written by the House Intelligence Committee summarizing unthinkable weaponization of the NSA intelligence by high-ranking members of the FBI and the DOJ. So on January 18th, that was a Thursday, Q posted the following. Are you following the news today? What a big news day. These people are really stupid. This will be the end of the D party. This will be the path forward, parentheses, with public outrage, close paren, to jail many so-called untouchables. You, the people, have the power. Down she goes. Q. Next. It's troubling. It's shocking, Representative Mark Meadows said. Part of me wishes I didn't read it. I don't want to believe that those kinds of things are happening in this country that I love so much. We drop in a headline from Fox News. GOP lawmakers demand that alarming memo on FISA abuses be, and dot, 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 the opening paragraph, a four-page memo that documents government surveillance in the United States is being described by Republican lawmakers as shocking, troubling, and alarming, with one congressman likening what he saw, dot, dot, dot. 
So Q suggests the information will literally destroy the Democrat Party and take down many people who were perceived to be untouchable. We have the power. The public call to hashtag release the memo will cause it to be made public. Then he's got a picture of James Comey looking down. He's got his hands folded and they're up against his mouth like he's pensively thinking. And the, um, the legend on it or the headline says, please don't hashtag release the memo. Well, we did, didn't we? we it, it was trending on Twitter. Twitter shut it down. Twitter shut it down. Uh, People were pissed, but you know what? They got the message, release the memo. We told America, we told Washington, we told these scoundrels, release the memo. Okay, the next post by QAnon is a bit longer, and it asks a series of questions. Again, this is Thursday, January 18th. What, open bracket, 19, close bracket, people, what 19 people are currently meeting in a safe room Bracket, heavily guarded, question mark. What 19 people are currently meeting in a safe room, heavily guarded? Why did everyone leave their phones, all other electronic devices, in room 239? Room 239, that's the skiff in the Capitol building. In one of the, I think it's the, the Rayburn house? I'm not sure, I'm not sure, but anyway. I know it's an, it's it's the capital the capital uh, uh, skiff. Why does it take the information going public before justice is served? Why is the D party making every effort to block the release of this FISA C info? FISA court. Why did RR plead to Ryan moments ago to prevent the release of this information? Why did Rosenstein plead to Paul Ryan? begged him to prevent the release of this information. Where is AS? Open bracket 8, close bracket, fired. Open bracket X, close bracket, jailed. Possible suicides. Plus, plus, slash, plus, TikTok. All suspect that the answer to the first few questions may have been given to us by Byron York this morning. Over 100 congressmen went into the skiff to, re- to view the four-page memo. To prevent photos from being taken, all electronic devices are left outside the room. And here's the tweet from Byron York on the 19th of January at 8.21 a.m. I'm told 115 House members have now read the Intel Committee memo. Why does it take the information going public before justice can be served? Because these people are heroes to many. You can't destroy someone's hero unless you first wake them up to the evil deeds they've committed. Otherwise, you have civil war. And next, he has a a pray medic lays in a photograph of Obama and Muchel and the two Obama-lings. A nice, happy family picture of all four of them. You can't destroy someone's hero unless you first wake them up to the evil deeds they've committed. Otherwise, you have civil war. 
Why are Dems making every effort to block the release of the classified FISA info? All the R's, Republicans, on the Intel Committee voted in favor of releasing the memo to Congress. All the Dems voted against it. Strongly suggests it's bad news for the Dems. Why did R.R., Rod Rosenstein, plead with Paul Ryan not to release the memo? One possibility? It could drop a Moab on the Mueller investigation, since it seems likely it will further tarnish the credibility of the top FBI and DOJ people on Mueller's team. Other possibilities? And here he lays in a picture of Paul Ryan and Bob Mueller, side by side. Not quite sure what that's intended to mean, but there it is. Or it may destroy Rosenstein himself. That's one I haven't figured out yet. How much dirt is there on Rod? Where is A.S.? Adam Schiff. I'll let you guess. Open bracket 8, close bracket, fired. Open bracket X, close bracket, jailed. Possible suicides. The guilty are being rounded up. Some may choose to end it all rather than face the music. And here we have a picture of the bug-eyed Adam Schiff. Plus, plus, slash, plus, tick-tock. Well, from previous posts, we know plus, plus is a reference to the Rothschilds. Plus is a reference to George Soros. Tick-tock equals time is running out. Plus, 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 three pluses, refers to the House of Saud, Saudi Arabia. The next post by QAnon is self-explanatory, again on Thursday, January 18th. Fight, fight, fight. Demand public disclosure. Be loud, be heard. This is just the beginning. 2018 will be glorious. And there's a whole rash of exclamation points that follow that. Also self-explanatory. The next one from uh, Q on the same day. The Great Awakening. Seven uh, photos are posted next, again on the same day, January 18th. Very interesting. There's a group photograph, and it looks like uh, Ted Turner is in it, and uh, George Soros, and uh, David Rockefeller, and not quite sure who they are until we scroll down and find out info on this group. Key financiers of the liberal CIA network, George Soros, David Rockefeller, Bill Gates Sr., Ted Turner. Bottom row from right, the widow of Walter Annenberg and Brooke Astor, the widow of Vincent Astor. Vincent Astor was a key founder of secretive private intelligence network called The Room and Walrus Club pre-World War II, which liaisoned with British intelligence chief Sir Stuart Menzies and spawned the OSS and the CIA. Nelson Rockefeller was part of this network. Now, we see the next photo, and the Pope is in this next photo. It's a group of people, right? Well, the photo was taken from this article in worldjewishcongress.org, headlined, Attacks on Jews are anti-Semitism as are attacks on Israel. Representing Jewish communities in 100 countries across six continents, the World Jewish Congress was welcomed by Pope Francis at the Vatican on the anniversary of a landmark declaration. 
Now, in the next photo, we see George Soros and Rothschild. And on the left margin of the photo is somebody's ear. Now, it looks like an Obama ear. That's all you see is Obama. It's been photoshopped. But QAnon is making a connection here. Obama was or is funded by them. They're telling him what to do. They have his ear. He's the puppet. He's the puppet. In the next photo, the Pope is shown kissing the hand of one of the Holocaust survivors, right? That photo was taken from this article from Euronews.com. Pope Francis kisses the hands of Holocaust survivors, navigated the minefield of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, and bowed to kiss the hands of Holocaust survivors on Monday. The next photo by QAnon is of President Obama. Oh, and this one is a beauty. He's standing on the bottom step of a, oh, it looks, I guess it's the bottom step, might not be. He's standing on, a, on stairs, uh, uh, and he's holding his hand up. He's got a microphone in his in one hand, and he's holding up his hand, and he looks like Jesus talking to the masses because there are people around him looking at him absolutely adoringly and seated right beside the stairwell. The staircase is George Soros. The photo was taken from this article in New York Mag, New York, uh, dot com, and the uh, caption. And this was uh, what's the date on it? Um, December, October twenty fourth, two thousand seven. So this was even before Obama was um, was uh, elected. Money chooses sides is the headline to the caption of the photo. In a barn-burning, record-smashing fundraising campaign season, Barack Obama tapped a new breed of Manhattan donors and won the expectations game. But because of the new primary schedule, excess is barely enough. Obama at fundraiser at Stephen and Judy Glockstern's home, April 9, 2007. George Soros is seated to the right of the stairs. The article mentions that George Soros was the power behind this particular meeting. As the headline suggests, it was the night when Obama learned who his masters would be. And here we have the article, and um, a part of it is boxed in in red, and it says, the boxed-in portion, the conference room belonged to George Soros, the billionaire bête noire of the, of the right, black sheep, bête noire. After talking to Soros for an hour about his prospective bid for the White House, Obama walked down the hall and found assembled a dozen of the city's heaviest-hitting Democratic fundraisers. Investment banker Hassan Namazi, Wall Street power Blair Efron, private equity hotshot Mark Galogli, hedge fund manager Oren Kramer. Most had been big-time John Kerry backers in 2004. Most had a connection to the Clintons. All were officially uncommitted for 2008. Okay. Now, the next image posted by QAnon is an old photo from an article that describes the early roots of communism. In this photo are W.E.B. Dubois, Tang Min Chao, Ting Si Lin, Chu Poshem, and Mao Zedong, and Anna Louise Strong. Okay. This is in a, on a website called UsefulStooges.com. Uh, the uh, caption, Anna Louise Strong, cheerleader for Mao, uh, 
Yesterday, after our posthumous look at the life of global warming godfather Maurice Strong, we started telling the remarkable and reprehensible story of his distant cousin, Anna Louise Strong, dot, dot, dot. Next picture. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's, the, it's Anna Louise Strong and the whole, the whole group. It's Mao Tsitong and all the ones I mentioned, okay? It's, a, it's from an on, a digitalcommonwealth.org, an online library of photographs, manuscripts, audio recordings, blah, blah, blah. Okay. The next QAnon photo is of George Soros and John McCain. Yeah. Yeah. Switzerland Davos Forum. According to The Blaze, the photo was taken three years ago at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. The Blaze captioned it, or headlined it, what do you suppose John McCain and George Soros talked about? Pair talked at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. Let me summarize a couple of points before moving on. First, I find it humorous that QAnon is posting about the Davos Forum now, a few days before Rex Tillerson and President Trump will be there in person. That's right. Next week, our two favorite billionaires are going to a shindig where globalist billionaires meet with globalist politicians to work out their deals. Oh, and Theresa May is going to be there, too. Theresa May, of course, prime minister of of Britain. And then there's a picture of uh, Tillerson, State uh, Secretary of State, and uh, Trump sitting side by side with uh, beautiful flags behind them. And it's obvious that uh, Tillerson has just said something to Trump, and Trump is considering what Tillerson has just said. They both look very serious. I think what QAnon is driving at is this. How are globalist elites going to act when some of their dearest friends don't show up? And a couple of anti-globalists crash the party? There's a religious angle in the previous images that's easy to miss. Let me provide a little background on that. The globalist agenda is to achieve world domination through the elimination of sovereign nation states. They want a borderless global community. The theory is that without national borders and nationalistic pride, there'll be no wars. The long-term goal is to end all war. A noble goal. That's done in the short term by inciting wars that gradually undermine nationalism and erase international borders. The end game is to create a global community with a single centralized government, which, oddly enough, is to be overseen by Jewish leaders, the religious angle. It's too complex to explain in detail here, but it's not hard to find more info on that. Now, the next post questions the acceptance in the Senate by Rod Rosenstein compared to the resistance that Jeff Sessions received. Rod Rosenstein was confirmed by a vote of 94 to 6. Sessions was confirmed by a vote of 54 to 47 with one abstention. So this post, again, January 18th by Q, Senate vote count, uh, open bracket, RR, close bracket, question mark. Senate vote count, open bracket, sessions, close bracket, question mark. Reconcile. Why was R.R. chosen to be assistant AG? Why did R.R. draft a letter supporting J.C. termination? James Comey. Why did R.R. use full weight of his office to attempt to block release of DOC to Congress today? Confused? News unlocks past. D's cannot survive. The beginning of the end. DWS 
failed to flee. DWS, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. All right, did the swamp see Sessions as a formidable enemy if given the office of attorney general? Did they perceive Rosenstein to be a friend? Why did Rod Rosenstein write the letter that terminated Comey? I suspect he was forced to because the swamp would not accept it from Sessions. Putting Rosenstein in as deputy AG was strategic. He oversaw Mueller's investigation. He was trusted by the swamp. But Trump's intel people began dropping bombs on Mueller's team, exposing their corruption, and there was nothing Rod could do about it. And here he's laid in a photograph uh, uh, that's been uh, photoshopped. Uh, and you've seen it if you read the conservative treehouse. It's a picture of the group of uh, FBI people walking. Uh, FBI lawyer Lisa Page, FBI chief legal counsel James Baker, uh, assistant FBI director Andy McCabe are all in this picture. And then superimposed over this picture in the upper left corner is Peter Strzok, ousted FBI agent in Russia probe. Why did Rod Rosenstein use the weight of his office to try to block the release of the memo? Question mark. My guess is that Rosenstein is compromised and covering for those who are exposed. He's in a difficult spot. Trump and Sessions have the upper hand, but he's under pressure to obstruct them. Q says confused. Yes, just a little. Then Q says news unlocks past. Dems cannot survive. Beginning of the end. Debbie Wasserman Schultz tried but failed to flee. And then there's a picture of Debbie Wasserman Schultz with all her noodle noodle hair. God, she's a homely woman. Next, hashtag the storm is coming. Roger that. And what he's referring to here is a photograph that Q has laid in. It's a very, very cloudy sky. It's a black sky. And the traffic sign, the, 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 the diagonal uh, uh, yellow sign, traffic sign says, storm coming, warning. QAnon asks if we think they're using a civilian process or a military one in this next one. Um, FISA judges and the FISA courts may be compromised. They require probable cause. The civilian approach creates roadblocks and hurdles. Here's what Q wrote. The tell, the tell. You know, when you play poker and you're watching the people that you're sitting at the table with, they always have these little tells. Sometimes they get, they've got a good hand, you know, they <clears throat> clear their throat or they sit up straight or maybe they pull on their ear or they do something. Everybody has a tell, professional poker players who are constantly self-monitoring to make sure that they don't give away their tell because good poker players pick up on that right away. And you're essentially communicating uh, what's in your hand. So the tell, how can we listen in, track, and monitor American citizens? Open bracket, bad actors, close bracket. Open bracket, we hear you, close bracket. Open bracket, we see you, close bracket. What must we legally demonstrate in order to gain such warrants? FISA? Do we trust the FISA judges? Mill intel? Military intel. State secrets? Why is this relevant? Who can we trust? Expand your thinking. 
But military intelligence is governed by different protocols, protocols that give them an advantage. Q has told us in the past that Trump and his people trust their generals more than anyone. I believe Q is telling us yesterday's report of the CNBC crew being arrested for bringing a bomb through an airport was, in fact, a failed CIA false flag. Now, ISIS would normally do it, but they're tapped out. So the clowns are doing it themselves. You recall, uh, this is a NJ.com. TV crew tried to sneak fake explosive device through Newark Airport. At least seven members of a television crew shooting for CNBC have been arrested for trying to sneak a fake explosive device through a security checkpoint at Newark Airport, the TSA said. Q posts the following. CNBC bomb airport? Question mark. News credentials failed at SEC security. False flag attempt? ISIS on life support? Clowns failed. Next, QAnon posts about the President's State of the Union address on January 30th, and my guess is that something will be timed to coincide with it. Because Q posts the following, timing is everything, State of the Union. Then QAnon posts a long series of initials related to the use of private emails and the reason why these people use them. Now, this is posted on, excuse me, January 19th, Friday, January 19th. Hussein cabinet slash staff. Who used private email addresses? What was the purpose? LL, HRC, JC, JC, CS, AM. We don't say his name. RR, SR, JB, HA, VJ. Did Hussein use private email address? At what? You know, at sign what? Who just resigned from Goog? Google. Why was ES in NK? Why was ES in NK? What private network did ES set up in NK? What private network did ES set up in NK is asked again. Usually when Q asks the question twice, it's because it's very important. I want you to think about it, underscoring it. Who else was in NK during this time? What private email address did Hussein use while in office? Why would the chairman of Goog travel to NK? Why would NK allow access to ES? Nothing is ever truly erased slash deleted. These people are stupid. D-class POTUS, the shot heard round the world. Now here's a guess on those initial names. LL, Loretta Lynch. HRC, Hillary. JC, James Comey. JC, James Clapper. CS, Chuck Schumer. AM, Andy McCain. No name, McCain, John McCain. RR, Rod Rosenstein. SR, Susan Rice, JB, James Baker, HA, Huma Abedin, VJ, Valerie Jarrett. Feel free to offer alternative names. President Obama had one private email address that the public knows about. Thank you, WikiLeaks, and many others that were secret. The one WikiLeaks published was Bobama at Ameritech.net. B-Obama, Bobama at Ameritech.net. A list of others, including many of Obama's cabinet, 
at Jerome Corsi provided the list and points out Obama likely had a private server like Hillary's. He felt this was necessary to avoid FOIA discovery and or to prevent the NSA from finding them. But the NSA sees all. And here we have an, uh, an email that he's laid in. It's from John Podesta at gmail.com to Bobama at Ameritech.net with a CC to P. Rouse at BarackObama.com. Subject, economic staffing decisions. Okay, and then this is it's a subject agenda for 9 p.m. Central call with the president-elect. Okay, but again, this shows that there are people, that there are different email addresses for Obama, Ameritech, and BarackObama.com. Now, the official reason, by the way, that ES Eric Schmidt went to NK North Korea was to assist with the release of Kenneth Bay a Korean-American who had been held captive. Google's Eric Schmidt says North Korea must open up to uh, future prosperity, blah, 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 blah. This is in theguardian.com. But QAnon is suggesting that was a cover. And Jerry Corsi believes it was to set up a a secret communication network between North Korea and President Obama that might even be hidden from the NSA. Who went with Eric Schmidt to North Korea? Why? Bill Richardson, the former governor of New Mexico. New Mexico. Wow, there's a lot of uranium in New Mexico. Bill Richardson is going to figure in this. Nothing is ever erased or deleted. These people are stupid. Shot heard around the world. If POTUS declassifies the evidence, these people are toast. QAnon suggests that the subsidies, your money and mine, going to Elon Musk, Mr. SpaceX, are payments for services rendered to the cabal. He suggests checking into relationships between Google, North Korea, and Elon Musk, who owns SpaceX. Hmm. We've been celebrating. He's been here in Cape Canaveral. He was at the port this week celebrating at a little restaurant at the port called Fish Lips. Fish Lips. Who names their restaurant Fish Lips? Okay. But anyway, oh yeah, it's been all over our local newspapers. Oh my God, Elon Musk, big star, big star here and here on the Space Coast, here in Cape Canaveral. He's got his Tesla car, payload bay, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's got some... He's got some things dangling in his background, too. Hey, guess what? The memo is only the beginning. The shot heard around the world signaled the beginning of a revolution. We are in a second revolution. It is a revolution against tyranny within our own government. And here we have a photograph or a a Photoshop that shows in the background, it's uh, the Capitol building. And with a very, very cloudy purple sky superimposed over which are, are thumb, thumb shots, thumbprints of um, thumbprints, what are they called? Whatever they're called. Um, Loretta Lynch, Obama, Comey, McCabe, Hillary, Sally Yates, Bruce and Nellie Orr, Lisa Page, Peter Strzok, Glenn Simpson, and Bill Priestap. QAnon posts an ominous message to the mainstream media. Their private emails with talking points, payments, and other dirty secrets are about to be released. Again, this is on January 19th. This is not that long ago. Q posts the following. MSM is fake news, propaganda, talking points, bracket AM, 
close bracket, private email, addresses, paid contractors, judgment day. Yep. QAnon asks us to remember that. In other words, they're being paid. They're getting their talking points at 4 o'clock in the morning, and you've heard Rush do the montage time and time again where they're all using exact same phrases and words. Well, they're getting their talking points, and they're being paid to do so. These people are so hateful. QAnon asks us to remember this day in a post that he does, very simple, on Friday the 19th of January, simply saying, remember this day, all caps. Finally, QAnon gives us an exhortation about why we're doing this. He writes, why are we here? Why are we providing crumbs? Think memo. Building the army. Not convinced this is spreading? You, the people, have the power. You, the people, just forgot how to play. Together, you are strong. Apart, you are weak. They want you divided. They want race wars. They want class wars. They want religious wars. They want political wars. They want you divided. Learn. For God and country, learn. Stay strong. Stay together. Fight, fight, fight. This is more important than you can imagine. And then this. Mainstream media got the word out to attack accounts posting hashtag release the memo on Twitter called bots, accounts shadow banned and suspended. These people are stupid, desperate, scared. Contractors are going down. None are safe. A bird sings in the morning, another chance to fight. Q then posts this. Again, on Friday, January 19th, counter-narrative went out at 4 a.m. to MSM contractors like clockwork. Russian bots. These people are really, really stupid. Desperation. Fear. When does a bird sing? Nobody is safe. No deals. MSM contractors. Hashtag goodbye. Hashtag fight, fight, fight. QAnon posted this around the time Chuck Schumer visited the White House. Top tweet by POTUS, optimistic for a chance to avoid the hashtag Schumer shutdown. Bottom tweet, not much hope. Q warns Chucky. Here's the first tweet from Donald Trump, and it says, Excellent preliminary meeting in Oval with at Senator Schumer, working on solutions for security and our great military together with Senate Majority Leader McConnell and Speaker Ryan. Making progress, four-week extension would be best. And then, Donald Trump writes, not looking good for our great military or safety and security on the very dangerous southern border. Dems want a shutdown in order to help diminish the great success of the tax cuts and what they are doing for our booming economy. Q posts this. CS will live in fear from today forward. Thank you for visiting the White House. Chuck Schumer will live in fear from today forward. Thank you for visiting the White House. In other words, when Schumer showed up at the White House to have that little tete-a-tete with Trump, something was said during that little tete-a-tete that probably shook Chuck Schumer to to the core. 
And you notice that Chuck Schumer said, okay, okay, we'll do the budget, we'll do the budget. Nancy Pelosi's out there like the dithering fool that she is for eight hours yesterday in stiletto heels talking about how her grandson wants to be brown like his friend. Isn't that beautiful? (laughs) Meanwhile, Chucky is like, nah, you know what? I'm not doing this fight. Trump's got him by the you-know-whats. Mm-hmm. By the way, let me check in and see how everybody's doing. Oh, look at you all. You're just chatting away. You're just chatting away. You're doing I mean, lots of people on the phone lines. Good, good, good. I know I'm I'm awfully glad I'm not doing this just for myself to hear myself talk. Okay, this next one was done 18 days ago, Okay. And this 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 covers the Q posts on January 21st. Um, eh, let's see. And this is uh, this is the first post by QAnon on January 21st. Uh, and it says it's a long one. It's a longie. Okay. Uh, will Sessions drop the hammer? Question mark. One of 22. Hashtag memo shifts narrative. Hashtag memo reinstates Sessions authority regarding Russia slash all. Hashtag memo factually demonstrates collusion at highest levels. Hashtag memo factually demonstrates Hussein admin weaponized intel community to ensure de-victory. Open bracket plus insurance. Close bracket. Insurance. Yeah, we remember what the insurance is, right? Peter Strzok, got to have insurance in case he gets elected. Hashtag memo factually demonstrates knowingly false intel provided to FISA judges to obtain warrants. And then in all capital letters, they never thought she would lose. Open bracket, the 16-year plan to destroy America, close bracket. Hussein, eight. Install rogue ops. Leak C-Intel mill assets. Cut funding to military. This was the plan. This was the 16-year plan to destroy America. Hussein was going to be in for eight years, followed by Hillary for eight years, and that 16-year plan would have done it. Install install rogue operations. Leak um, uh, Intel military assets. Cut funding to the military, take the command away from generals, launch good guy takedown, internally remove Valerie Jarrett, sniffer. Valerie Jarrett's the one who sniffs out the good guys and makes sure that they are taken down. SAP sell-off, Snowden open source prism key score, parentheses, catastrophic to U.S. military versus bad actors, parentheses, WW plus clowns, no such agency. Open source PRISM key score would have been catastrophic to our U.S. military versus the bad guys. <laughs> Target and weaken conservative base, parentheses, IRS, MSM. Open border, parentheses, flood illegals, D-WIN, close paren, ISIS slash MS-13, fund and install, open uh, uh, par- uh, parentheses, fear, Targeting removal, domestic assets, etc. Blind I N K nuke build. Class one two three. Blind I Iran fund and supply. Blind I class twenty three forty one. And you say, well, what does this mean? What does this mean? Well, we're gonna fig- we're gonna we're gonna learn. Stage S C 
Supreme Court. Open bracket AS 187. Oh, yeah. Antonin Scalia. We're going to get to that. And i got to hurry up because, boy, time is going by fast. And we still have a bunch more to do. I may have to jump ahead to, to more recent ones because there's so much. Okay. Um, U1 fund supply Iran NK plus reduce U.S. capacity. Kill NASA. Prevent space domination. Allow bad actors to take down mill sats. Uh, WW secure comms. Install weapons of mass destruction. WMDs. Risk of imp space origin. Helpless. Class 1 through 99. HRC. WW uh, World War Three. Open bracket. Death and weapons real. War fake and controlled. Population growth control. Pocket billions. Eliminate final rogue ops within government military. Kill economy. Starve. Need. Enslave. Open borders. Revise constitution. Ban sale of firearms. Second amend removal. Install on team SC judges, uh, Supreme Court judges. Legal wins. Po- and so, okay. There's a lot of information. There's an awful lot of information. So, the information that I just read you, red line, it refers to Jeff Sessions, the weaponization of the DOJ, and the FBI in the memo. Okay, we're talking about the first part where it says memo shifts narrative, reinstates Sessions' authority. This is why this is why that memo had to be released, okay? QAnon asks the question, in light of new information coming out, including the memo, will Jeff Sessions be given control of the hashtag Trump Russia investigation? Why would Sessions, who has recused himself from the election investigation, be given control? Again, asking, will Sessions drop the hammer? One of 22, memo shifts narrative. Memo reinstates Sessions' authority regarding Russia and all. Memo factually demonstrates collusion at highest levels. Memo factually demonstrates Hussein admin weaponized intel community to ensure Democrat victory plus insurance. Memo factually demonstrates knowingly false intel provided to FISA judges to obtain warrants. They never thought she would lose. Well, Q is suggesting that the memo will prove that the FBI and the DOJ were weaponized by the Obama administration, that there was collusion at the highest levels, and that false information was provided to the FISA judges to get a warrant to spy on team. Q is suggesting that the plan was to accuse Trump of Russia collusion, which they hoped would assure Hillary of a win. But they had an insurance policy, an investigation that would prove collusion or obstruction of justice, which could would lead to Trump's impeachment if he won. Q suggests that the information that will be released will implicate members of Mueller's team and thoroughly discredit them. We are watching this happen now, folks. I believe it will also prove that the investigation itself was part of their plan to steal the election. Here is a link to the Gateway Pundit. Wow, Sarah Carter reveals FISA memo is so explosive that it Boom, 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 boom. The House Intel panel's passage of New York Republican Representative Peter King's motion to release the FISA abuse memo to fellow House members has rocked Washington, D.C. Okay. Knowledge of the document. These sources say the report is explosive, stating they would not be surprised if it leads to the end of Robert Mueller's special counsel investigation into President Trump and his associates. That's according to Sarah Carter's report. 
If Mueller's investigation is proven to be a premeditated plot to steal the election and delegitimize Trump's presidency, it can't continue. The investigation and the plot to get Sessions to recuse himself will be exposed and Sessions could rightly resume control. People in the Obama administration did a lot of illegal and unethical things, which they never expected to answer for because they never thought Hillary would lose. Now they're scurrying to cover their tracks, to delete files, and deny guilt, but it's too late. Today we learned that the FBI lost five months' worth of text messages between FBI agents Lisa Page and Peter Strzok. How convenient. You do know that the NSA still has them, don't you? Q discloses a 16-year plan to destroy America, eight years for Obama, eight years for Hillary. Remember, the goal of globalism is to eradicate international borders, creating a borderless global community. And that plan necessitates the destruction of individual nation states. The plan, install rogue operators into the military to destroy it from within. Leak classified military intel. Have key military people killed or removed from power. Cut funding. Undermine military command. Take down the good guys. They did it with Flynn. Valerie Jarrett played a key role. Now, this next one has always made me scratch my head. Selling SAPs, which are special access programs. In July of 2016, an anonymous FBI agent showed up on 4chan and did something similar to what Q is doing. He gave people clues about Hillary and her plans. One thing that the anonymous FBI agent shared was the fact that Hillary obtained SAPs, special access programs, and had them on her unsecured server. Um, Info on the SAPs, uh, let's see here. Um, it's, it, there's actually, he's got it linked to a uh, businessinsider.com, uh, top secret SAPs. Okay. You'd have to go over it and look at it to, to, um, uh, click on the link and read it. We don't have time tonight. Um, then anonymous, uh, the FBI anonymous had, had posted, this was back in July, uh, July 1st, 2016, The real point of interest is the Clinton foundation, not the email server. We received the server from Benghazi. Then from the server, we found data on the CF, Clinton Foundation. Then we realized the situation is much worse than previously thought. She had SAP-level programs on her server, which, if made public, would literally cause an uprising and possibly foreign declarations of war. Confirming what Q has said, the anonymous FBI agent said Hillary sold the SAPs to foreign donors. And again, this is from Anonymous, FBI Anonymous, and this was on July 2nd, 2016. All I can tell you about the SAPs is HRC had them, and she did not have proper authority to have any of them. They were leaked to her by someone, and she did sell them to overseas donors. Possessing them alone makes her guilty of treason. A special access program is an intelligence program classified above top secret. They are held on closed servers at secret locations. And the only way to get one is if you are specifically read onto a program, have a need to know, and then you must physically go to a location and pass through several layers of security to even look at the program. 
A good example in non-classified terms would be the locations and operations of our intelligence operatives around the globe or our missile silo locations. Someone leaked them to her. She sold them to overseas donors to her Clinton Foundation. This woman should be hanged. I could never understand why. Was it all about the money? Q says it was both the money and her desire to destroy the military. How many times has President Trump told us the Schumer shutdown is about hurting the military? She hated the military. If you've ever read Buzz Patterson's books, uh, he, 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 was, he held the nuclear football codes for President Clinton. And, and he wrote two books about it. And he's, in his books, he, t- he says she hated the military. She didn't want uniformed personnel in the White House. If you were military, you could not wear your uniform on the, j- on the job, on duty in the White House. She treated them like dirt. In the next section, Q continues to lay out the plan to undermine and destroy the military. Q is suggesting that the leak by Edward Snowden about PRISM was designed to undermine military intelligence. Now, the NSA is under the Defense Department. The leak reduced the NSA's ability to identify the bad guys like MS-13, ISIS, etc. You can find out everything you need to know about PRISM, P-R-I-S-M, at TheVerge.com. There's an article there. Just Google it. I say Google it. I mean, you know, search for it. The damage done to NSA by Snowden gave the CIA an advantage. Remember, there's a war going on between the NSA and the DIA, which is the Defense Intelligence Agency, which is what General Mike Flynn uh, headed up, and the CIA, which is its civilian counterpart. They compete for resources and have competing agendas. Obama and Hillary's plan was to decrease the effectiveness of military intelligence while giving more power to the CIA. Black budgets. The CIA is out of control and doesn't report to anybody. They could do all kinds of things with the CIA, which they were already doing. John Brennan's development of the supercomputer, the hammer, H-A-M-R, the hammer, is their attempt to gain superiority over the NSA. Whistleblower tapes. Whistleblower tapes. This is the AmericanReport.org. Trump wiretapped a zillion times by the hammer, Brennan's and Clapper's secret computer system. This is written by Mary Fanning and Alan Jones. These are the same two who wrote about the uh, Gulf Tainer uh, cargo uh, operations here at Port Canaveral that I've told you about time and time again that, is, that was done under the cover of darkness. And these people that own Gulf Tainer are nasty Middle Easterners, and they're right here in our port. We think that they're transporting uranium. Proof. But if you've been paying attention to George Webb. (laughs) Okay. Another step was weakening the GOP base by harassing them through the IRS and creating a negative image of conservatives by the mainstream media. And again, this is in the Washington Post. Breaking news, world U.S. D.C. news and analysis, uh, blah, blah, blah. Open borders are intended to help increase Democrat voter numbers and bring in MS-13 and ISIS operatives who will cause further decay of society. What did we just see this week? We saw 
President Trump holding a, a conference on MS-13 with, with the Department of Homeland Security and with members of Congress. They sat in that, I'm sure if it was the Roosevelt Room or where it was, but it was at the White House. And they talked about MS-13 and what they have to do to get rid of MS-13. These people are they're straight, they're straight out of hell, straight out of hell. Turning a blind eye to North Korea's development of nuclear weapons was strategic. Ditto for Iran. Their weapons of mass destruction would help create war, which would cause chaos, international tension, and assist in the removal of international borders. It's apparent that the money that Obama sent to Iran was to help them accelerate their development of weapons of mass destruction. One small step on the way to achieving the greater plan. $1.7 billion was transferred to Iran foreign cash. Foreign hard currency. I'd like to clear up a few items before moving on. This post, this one I'm going to read you, uh, begins with a reference to Jeff Sessions dropping the hammer and one of 22. Now, many people have offered suggestions about what one of 22 means, and it has appeared in previous Q posts. Q had posted on Sunday, the 21st of January, will Sessions drop the hammer? One of 22. Personally, I haven't felt there's been enough background or context to make a decent attempt until now. Since 1 of 22 is now put in the context of Jeff Sessions and the DOJ, I believe it refers to 1 of 22 investigations that are currently open that will have a bearing on the events that Q is telling us about. Prior 1 of 22 posts also make reference to the FBI and or the DOJ. People have offered interpretations for entries like class 123, one plausible interpretation has been offered, but I'm not certain what these entries mean, so I'm not attempting to decode them right now publicly. Remember, we're not solving a crossword puzzle. It doesn't matter if you decode every entry correctly. There's a lot of helpful information available aside from the entries that aren't clear. Now, continuing with Obama's eight years, the admin continues turning a blind eye to things that they shouldn't. Uh, Staging a favorable Supreme Court was important. 187 is the California Penal Code for Murder. In some circles, having it tattooed on your body is a way to be accepted in the club. We're talking about MS-13. What Supreme Court judge was murdered? 187. AS equals Antonin Scalia. It's not just tinfoil hat conspiracy. Many people raised their eyebrows when an autopsy was not done. Among them was CNN. CNN.com. Justice Scalia's unexamined death points to a problem. Forensic pathologist Judy Melanick says that the justice's death feeds conspiracy theories unnecessarily. There should have been an autopsy. Dot, dot, dot. The Atlantic was suspicious as well. This is on CNN.com. Um, evidently this is the same thing, but the Atlantic picked it up. Okay, moving along. The Uranium One transfer funded and supplied Iran and North Korea's nuclear weapons program and depleted uranium supplies for the United States. Obama's neglect of NASA, it would allow for our military to be rendered ineffective, allow the bad guys to take down our satellites, our eyes in the sky, 
and put in orbit weapons, put in orbit weapons of mass destruction, including electromagnetic pulse weapons. One report estimated that an EMP attack on the U.S. could kill 90% of our population in one year. Thankfully, Trump is taking action to mitigate the threat. Uh, Trump first president, this is Washington Examiner, Trump first president to protect electric grid from EMP, uh, calling for the protection of U.S. electric and communications grid against an EMP. Obama's work would set the stage for Hillary's term as POTUS, where she would continue the work. More wars, World War III, eliminate the last patriots in the military, crash the economy, open the borders, insert the right Supreme Court judges, and repeal the Second Amendment. The next steps, strengthen control over the Supreme Court, and if necessary, kill sitting judges and replace them. Get rid of Electoral College and switch to a popular vote to elect POTUS. Continue defunding the military. Close overseas bases. Destroy conservative press. Q Q tells us the narrative uh, that the mainstream media will push. Trump's people intercepted it at 4 a.m. They will accuse Jeff Sessions and Devin Nunes of being Russian operatives and that conservative news outlets are distorting the truth to get rid of Mueller and give Trump a free pass. Pure evil. Narrative intercept, 4 a.m. This is Q. Sessions, Nunes, Russian ops. Repub distortion of facts to remove Mueller. POTUS free pass. Q tells us that the real reasons for the Schumer shutdown, and I believe, indicates they intercepted a message in 2013 from Hillary that outlined that plan. Quote, keep them starved. Quote, keep them blind. Quote, keep them stupid. Shut down primary reasons. Distract. Weaken military assets, including illegal votes. Black voters abandoning. Keep them starved. Keep them blind. Keep them stupid. HRC, March 13, 2013, intercept. The Great Awakening, fight, fight, fight. The next post by Q addresses Silicon Valley CEOs, Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg, Eric Schmidt, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Steve Huffman of Reddit. Trump's people know what you're saying. The storm is here, and you are in for the fight of your life. Here's Q's post. At Jack, MZ, ES, JB, EM, SH, MSM, etc., do you know that we know? Do you know that we see all? Do you know that we hear all? Fear the storm. Nobody playing the game gets a free pass. Nobody. The shot heard around the world. Trump and company have declared war on the mainstream media, the deep state, and the globalists. Hashtag the Great Awakening. A week to remember is what he posts. The last post by Q is a link to a Judicial Watch page about Valerie Jarrett and her family's ties to communism. It's just a simple link, judicialwatch.org, blog, communists in Jarrett's family. So this concludes that thread, okay? Um, Let's see. Let me me go, let me jump. Uh, I want to get to the uh, Scalia one. Uh, Let's jump on. I'm skipping over some because he did one about Scalia that was just phenomenal. Uh, let's see. Um, now he goes to the Nunes memo. Well, let me go. Let me. 
Let's see. All right, I'm going to go to this one, I guess. this one. I think this one might be, uh, this is 11 days ago. All right, this thread for posts from January 26th to the 28th. The theme for the thread is, is Donald Trump and his support group an existential threat to a corrupt political system? Q posted a link to a video on the night of January 26th, and if you haven't heard it, you might give a listen. It is the same video that I've played for you where Donald Trump is talking throughout his campaign, and it's all put together in a montage. It's a wonderful five-minute long. It's at least five, minute, five minutes long. It's a wonderful post. I may end the show with it if I, if I have time, and I'm looking at the time now. It's really cranking. Okay, um, the video reveals the theme of, of Q's posts and the purpose of Donald Trump's presidency. Trump is an existential threat to the corrupt political system, and they know it. He knows it, and they're locked in a battle to the death. Only one will walk away. Q takes us back to the executive order POTUS issued on December 21st concerning asset forfeiture for individuals and corporations involved in human rights abuse and corruption. He asks us to review it. It will be useful in the coming weeks. Q posts, read slowly and carefully, will become critically important in coming weeks. Continue to track those who are resigning across all platforms. Where there was once darkness, there will now be light. Let me tell you, Somebody has put together a list of all the CEOs, all of the important people who have resigned since September 1st up till today. 723 people have resigned. It is unbelievable. They did a they did a, an Excel spreadsheet. I was going to share it with you, but I'm telling you, I don't have time right now. This is taking more time than I thought. Um, okay, so uh, let's see. Q ties the executive order to corporate resignations, asking us to be mindful of them as they pile up in the coming weeks. They stand as evidence that the corrupt corporate political system is being dismantled. Next, Q turns our attention to the Council on Foreign Relations. Note the Delta symbol on each end of the title. He provides a link to the Wikipedia article on the pyramid in front of Council on Foreign Relations, and then another pyramid at the end of it. And then he's got the link to Wikipedia. Interestingly, Julian Assange tweeted a helpful graphic this morning showing the spider web of connections on the Council of Foreign Relations that it has to the mainstream media and its connections to the Bilderberg meetings and the Trilateral Commission. And um, I don't, I can't, I don't think I can get it to you. Um, but I'm going to give you I'm going to give you the address where you can go and read all of this on your own and see the graphics and and all the links. OK, if you're interested, I'll give I'll give it to you so you can go do it. People have wondered if a U.S. citizen is legally allowed to be detained in a military prison the way a foreign citizen would be if he were an enemy combatant in a war. In his next post, Q provides a link to an opinion provided by the DOJ Office of Legal Counsel. OK, and then he puts the link. Um, this is a short excerpt that explains presidential powers to detain U.S. citizens. And yes, it does appear that a U.S. citizen may be detained in a military prison if deemed appropriate by POTUS. Yeah. Next, we see a string of posts and responses. One of the Anons, one of the searchers, notes that Sean Hannity's Twitter account was offline the night of the 26th. And Anon replies, Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, is still trying to control the narrative by suspending the accounts of conservatives who have a large following, to which uh, a, a non, an anonymous writes, at Jack, ain't in cuffs yet. 
and still trying to control the narrative. Too bad he was taking money and profiting from people tied to the EO. Goodbye, et Jack. Q tells them the suspension or hack of Kahanity's account wasn't done by Twitter, but someone outside of Twitter. This is what he posted on the 26th of January, Friday night, came from outside of Twitter. Q follows up his previous post with an observation, submission complete. Note the links, six-digit numbers displayed in this post. These are links to related posts by others, other anons. And again, if you're not familiar with 8chan and how it works, people who, everybody's anonymous, okay? Everybody's anonymous. Nobody puts their real name on this, but they have individual numbers that I, as identifiers. And when they're when they're asking Q questions or each other questions, it shows up as that number. Well, on this particular uh, uh, message drop from Q, which simply says submission complete, is a whole host of, of anons, their identification numbers, evidently asking, asking or, or have related posts to what Anon is referring to. The cryptic reply from Q caused people to speculate what he meant. Submission complete? Here are a few of the responses. At Jack has completely submitted. Blackmail? Swing and a miss. Here's another one. Twitter submitted to the good guys? Getting warmer. Here's another one. Sarah A. Carter was hacked last night. Twitter helped her pretty quickly. She posted on her feed when she got back in. Over the target. Hannity, or whoever was in control of his account at the time, posted three times, form submission 1649. People who saw it happened, who saw it happen, reported that the first two tweets were deleted and the third remained, and then his account went dark. Here's one. Here's a, um, a tweet from somebody calling themselves Manny Rod, Sean actually tweeted form submission 1649 twice, deleted both times within minutes. There were comments and likes on both tweets. Saw this happen firsthand. Minutes after the second instance, his account, account disappeared. Hmm. Possible explanations began rolling in. Someone thought it referred to the source code for the submission form on Hannity's website, which contains the number 1649. But another explanation... From Robert Albo, who tweeted, Hannity's form submission 1649 tweet, which has resulted in the suspension of his account, was referenced to power struggle within English Parliament in years after English Civil War to try King Charles I for high treason. Hannity was using it to send a message. One of the Anons offered this explanation. Form 1649, false imprisonment. Was Hannity sending out an SOS? A closer look, the code associated with 1649 means false imprisonment. Q then posts an explanation suggesting that the deep state may have threatened to kill conservative reporters. The puppet masters are playing for keeps. He asks if anyone knows where John Solomon is and suggests he's being protected. John Solomon, who used to work with Sarah Carter at Circa and left there to go work at the Hill, all of a sudden went dark for a couple of weeks. And this is what Q posted. Select news members slash journalists are vital to delivering the message, as are you. Imagine if these people were removed. Total control regarding MSM. They represent a clear and present danger to the enemy, these select news members and journalists. 
Reread past crumbs regarding security. Where is JS? How do we truly protect those important to us? 19 immediates no longer with us. Self-suicide if actioned. Real life. Well, he concludes his post with this. 19 immediates no longer with us. Self-suicide if actioned. Real life. One anon thinks he has a correct decoding of Q's post. Is 19 a marker for FBI? FBI immediates no longer with us, that is, fired? Self-suicide if action because we hear all and we know they plan to take cyanide tablets if arrested? Could the above be a correct decoding? Q confirms and clarifies. Nuclear standoff, both sides risk massive losses if either side engages in unacceptable behavior. People would die if harm came to anyone on Q's side. Standoff. Clarified? So he's essentially saying, you touch a hair. He's telling the deep state, you touch a hair on any of our select individuals, our journalists that are out there telling the truth, and it'll be a nuclear It'll be nuclear war. Because for everyone that you touch, we're going after yours too. That's how this was um, uh, interpreted. Clarified, question mark? Q tells the Anons to look at what's already been posted, and he highlights the problem with trials in civil, civilian courts. The hint here is that the trials will be held in a military court, which would A, not subject to bribery and corruption, and B, not be a spectacle for the media. Mm. Here's what Q posted. Note the last drops on the other board. Think logically. Refer to past crumbs. You have more than you know. Do you expect HRC, GS, Hussein, etc. to stand in a public courtroom with potential crooked judges and tainted liberal juries? How do you defuse a bomb? Knowledge of which wires strings to cut? Well, this answers the question of why they're planning military trials instead of civilian ones. Next. A British post, uh, a Brit posts their observations about President Trump and wonders if it's possible to help out the UK. Uh, this anonymous person writes, I'm British and have been on the Trump train for about a year and a half. And like most people, when I first heard Donald Trump was running for president, I was very skeptical. But then something magical happened. I watched one of his rallies and I saw the look in his eye, the words in his tongue. He spoke about draining the swamp and didn't care for politically correct nonsense that's killing society. He bellows words of America first, and it was glorious. The moment that 100% solidified in my mind that DJT was legit was at the New York dinner, where he and Hillary had to make a speech in front of the elite. I remember Mr. Trump insulting them to their face. The look on their faces was something I will never forget. He has had the MSM attacking him 24-7 and still stands strong. Immigration is down. Black unemployment is down. Hispanic, too. And let's not forget how the value of the U.S. dollar values skyrocketing. I think that President Trump is the greatest person to have walked this earth. And so are people like Q, who have been working in the shadows for the good of all. Godspeed, everyone. Godspeed. And on a side note, any chance after USA has been uncorrupt? Can you maybe sort out the UK? We are hurting bigly. Q responds, telling him that things are going on behind the scenes already that he's not aware of and not to worry. He says, May is neutralized. 
that would be the Prime Minister of England. Remember when Trump was there in Davos? He had a little meeting with uh, with uh, uh, Prime Minister May, Theresa May. Uh, yeah, they. I'm sure that Trump talked with her. I'm pretty sure he talked with her about the spying, the Christopher Steele, the uh, the GCHQ, the MI6, all of it. And it says, this is what Q wrote, May is neutralized. MI6 slash SIS undergoing house cleaning. Queen slash monarchs seeking shelter. Patience. These people are stupid. Q. <laughs> then an anonymous writes holy crap Q you're killing me took a sleeping pill a couple of hours ago and now I'm guzzling coffee to fight it God bless you for this amazing work that you're doing Q replies nobody is sleeping tonight let that sink in and then the next Q post time to play dopey Black Forest well we didn't know quite what that was about, but now we do because the Black Forest is part of what the Rothschilds holdings are that were sold off in a fire sale. And that came out recently this week. That just came out this week. Uh, the backstory uh, on, uh, uh, from Q is that the Saudi billionaire Prince Al-Walid was freed from detention, and, uh, but not until they took all of his assets. Donald Trump tweeted, Dopey Prince Al-Walid Talal wants to control our U.S. politicians with daddy's money. Can't do it when I get elected. And that was uh, December 11th, 2015. Um, Black Forest could describe the circumstances that Prince finds himself in now that he's out of prison and his corrupt network has been taken down. And again, this is before we learned that Black Forest was in reference to the Rothschilds and the hunting lodge that they have. Okay. I've got 10 minutes, and there's no way I'm going to be able to finish this in 10 minutes. So let me just jump way ahead to two days ago, okay? All right. This is from posts from February 5th to the present. The theme of this thread is the transfer of wealth of the puppet masters. All right. Q Q begins with a screenshot of a tweet by POTUS responding to a tweet from Adam Schiff. Trump accuses Schiff of being a liar and a leaker on a par with James Comey, Mark Warner, John Prennan and James Clapper. Trump tweeted the following on February 5th. That would have been three days ago. Little Adam Schiff, who's desperate to run for higher office, is one of the biggest liars and leakers in Washington, right up there with Comey, Warner, Brennan, and Clapper. Adam leaves closed committee hearings to illegally leak confidential information. Must be stopped. To which Adam Schiff, arrogant little Schiff, tweeted back and said, Mr. President, I see you've had a busy morning of executive time. Instead of tweeting false smears, the American people would appreciate it if you turned off the TV and helped solve the funding crisis, protected dreamers, or really anything else. Q says Trump's blunt statement was made because damaging information is about to come to light. It involves Schiff, but also the puppet masters, the Rothschilds, Prince Al-Walid, Dopey, and maybe even George Soros. Here's the, tweet, here's the, uh, the, the, the message from Q. Would POTUS make a serious accusation if the truth wasn't about to come to light? Black Forest, Austria, Rothschild, fire sale, days after post. What went on there? You have more than you know. Blunt statement. What happened concerning the Rothschilds and the Black Forest? Well, they sold their 13,000-acre estate for 90 million euros. This type of transaction happens once in a century. And that's a quote from Q. 
Roths, and here's the article, Bloomberg.com. Rothschilds sell Austri- Austrian hunting estate in a historic deal. They sold an Austrian forestry and hunting estate, including a stately lodge and power plants, in what the broker called a historic transaction in continental Europe. Is Next thing, the next post by Q, Apache. The Rothschild Investment Corporation decreased its stake in the oil and gas firm Apache by 31.8% during the fourth quarter. Hmm. February 5th, a grand jury handed down a 23-count indictment for James Mann, M-A-N-N, on charges that he defrauded Apache in a scheme that caused the oil and gas company to pay for the same work multiple times. QAnon suggests the Rothschilds are selling assets because they're in need of cash, fire sale. In his previous post, Q told us to review the executive order by POTUS on December 21st. Are Rothschild assets being frozen due to the executive order? Dopey is probably a reference to Prince Al-Walid, who was released from prison in Saudi Arabia, another victim of asset forfeiture as a result of the crackdown on corruption. What went on there? There are many theories about what Q is referencing, including allegations of sexual abuse of children. We're talking about the Rothschild's property. Definitely indicated in previous posts, but I don't see that here. I believe in this post, Q is simply referring to the loss of capital. In the next post, Q gives us a bigger view of financial connections. The stock market crash, the transfer of Soros' wealth, marriages based on power and money instead of love. Why did the memo drop on a Friday before the Super Bowl? To minimize damage to the stock market? And then he quotes another Q post here, but I'm going to move on. Q moves on to the news, which will expose the elite's real motives and gives us a clear understanding, 2020, of how they see us as stupid sheep. Q says public outrage is vital. It will lead to an outcry for justice. And here lays in a photo of Hillary uh, with a quote that's from Dick Morris in Rewriting History, his book in 2005. Hillary saying to Dick Morris, look, the average Democrat voter is just plain stupid. They're easy to manipulate. That's the easy part. Hmm. If you've wondered why no one has been arrested, Q asks a poignant question. Quote, can we simply arrest the opposition without first exposing the truth? Close quote. First, corruption must be exposed. That will lead to a demand for justice, and then the elites can be arrested. Q reposts his previous message and responds to it, suggesting that the elites can control the stock market to a degree. Trump has been vocal about the market's gains. The puppet masters sent him a message, and this was on um, Monday of this week. 666, signal to POTUS, they control the market, question mark? Signal, question mark? Threat, question mark, them to the global war. 666 is a reference to the number of the beast from Revelation chapter 13. Q says the elites are using it to illustrate their control of the stock market. Okay, And in Revelation 13, uh, verses 16 through 18, it says it also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark. The mainstream media caught the message uh, over at uh, financialrelativity.com. 
DJ uh, uh, Dow Jones Industrials drops 666 points. Ominous signal for the stock market, question mark? The Dow Jones lost over 2,200 points between January 26th and February 5th. If you're wondering whether an individual can manipulate the stock market, the answer is yes. It can be done with just a few million dollars. And if it can be done with a few million, what could a person do if they had access to billions? It's possible that the Rothschilds, Soros, and Al-Walid conspired to crash the market. But it's equally possible that their assets were frozen and withdrawn from the market, causing a sell-off that tanked the market. But the good news is that the market rebounded today, gaining back much of what was lost. And I don't, this was written yesterday, so I don't know if this is true of today. If Soros and the Rothschilds use market numbers to send a message to Trump, it looks like he just sent a message back to them. Asian stock indexes reflect Dow rally in early trading. Okay. All right. Welcome to the global war. In the next post, and Anon links to an article claiming POTUS lied about Comey when he fired him. He asks Q why the media is allowed to lie. Uh, uh, and he, and he, he quotes from uh, Think Progress. Q responds with information about what goes on behind the scenes, and I'm going to read this to you. Here it is. Imagine this. Raw intel collection. Narrative feeder. Narrative collectors. Narrative distributors. Leaks classified payments, foreign accounts, cash, spook files, hotels, blackmail. How do you retain freedom of the press if those in front of the camera, trusted by select viewers, are extensions of the ARM? Freedom of the press is vital to retain. Trust the plan. There are a lot more good than bad. You, the people, need to remember how to play. You, the people, have the power. We strike every single day. Every single day we win. They are being destroyed, literally. Stay strong. Have faith. This is bigger than anyone can imagine. All right. I'm going to leave it there. Uh, and I'm going to give you, uh, let me grab that link, praying uh, notable. Let's see. Uh, okay. I'm going to give you the link to um, one of these. Okay, do you take calls? No, I don't take calls. I've got too much to say. Here's the link to the Thread Reader app. If you scroll all the way down to the bottom, it will give you all of um, Praying Medic's uh, threads, some of which I've shared with you tonight. I mean, we've just flat out run out of time, and I certainly apologize because it was a whole lot more. Anyway, listen, I'll be back here again on Monday. Uh, do your homework over the weekend and share this stuff. Go on my Facebook page and share it. Get it out. It's vital. Q is saying we've got to do our job too. So anyway, there you have it. All right, so we're going to talk uh, next Monday night. In the meantime, have a wonderful weekend. God bless you all. God bless America. Don't forget, pray hard. Pray hard for our president and for everyone, all the good guys. All the good guys. All right, everybody. Good night. God bless. See you again on Monday. Good night. I think it's a disgrace. An absolute disgrace. But I don't think they care. Well, first of all, one of the reasons I'm here today is to tell you the whole Russian thing. That's a ruse. That's a ruse. I own nothing in Russia. I don't have any deals in Russia. Russia is fake news. I just see many, many untruthful things. The press has become so dishonest. The public doesn't believe you people anymore. You have a lower approval rate than Congress. You know, I've been hearing more and more about a thing called fake news. Fake, fake news. I've seen people destroyed, and I think it's very unfair. So 
some of the media outlets that I deal with the fake news. Fake, fake news. I think it's a disgrace, the absolute disgrace, but I don't think they care. I'll tell you something. I don't mind bad stories. I can handle a bad story better than anybody as long as it's true. But I'm not okay when it is fake. It's all fake news. I mean, it's story after story after story. We're not going to let it happen again. The public gets when I go to rallies, they want to throw their records to CNN. Here's the thing. I want to see an honest press. I want to see an honest press. I want to see an honest press. It's so important to see an honest press. I want to see an honest press. I want to see an honest press. But for nations, reporters will not tell you the truth. So I'll go over just some of them. MSNBC, you are fake news. The New York Times, you are fake news. CBS, NBC, ABC, BBC, LA Times, you are fake news. The Washington Post, you are fake news. CNN, very fake news. Political, AP, Hotspot, BuzzFeed, failing pile of garbage. And I've been hearing more and more about a thing called fake news. Fake, fake news. I've seen people destroyed, and I think it's very unfair. Some of the media outlets that I deal with the fake news. Fake, fake news. I think it's a disgrace. The absolute disgrace, but I don't think they care, care, care.